0: Back to Plan Fam, welcome to episode 15. Today, we are joined by an extremely special guest. Everyone, give a warm welcome
1: to Celine. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to have and you I on. I have, I have to introduce myself with the laugh first. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Need a warning for like headphone users. <laughs> i
1: not try to keep the giggling to a minimum, I swear.
2: No, no, we love it
1: you can let loose on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. I mean, gonna already half a bottle of wine down. So
2: that's <laughs> the way we like it
1: started. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you on.
0: So um, hello, how are you doing? How is everything?
1: Good. I'm happy. I got a sexy Alberta man now and everything's pretty mm. good. Honestly, I'm like, we're we've been dating for like eight months now. And yeah, he's just like he's such a good guy, and we're like in the like honeymoon stage right now, and it's like so fun. And he has the whole weekend off this weekend, and we're gonna have a bunch of fun and everything. I've met his family; he's amazing. I love him. Oh, yeah. We're
0: honestly yeah. so happy for you. Like we've been rooting for this whole time, and everybody knows at this point. But yeah, it's just it's so nice to hear that. We're really really happy.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. But yeah, I'm excited to talk some juicy gossip. <laughs>
0: we have the questions we have all the questions ready for you
1: I got the tea honey don't worry (laughs) so
0: how has has life been you know since paradise ended and aired like was there anything
1: that changed after that uh yeah life after paradise was like I I definitely needed a break like just for myself because it was a lot of pressure being there like you know you're like even though you're only you kind of secluded to this space like this resort with only like 10 to 12 other people like it's still a lot because you're still surrounded by like all these other people and you got to kind of yeah I don't I didn't have much time for myself and I'm somebody who needs like my own space like I need time to like alone time to recollect my thoughts and recollect my feelings but I just didn't have that so I definitely needed like two weeks to decompress after um
2: paradise did you have an outlet that you could have used because I know some other shows it's like oh yeah even if you're secluded here's this diary where you can like write down how you're feeling
1: honestly my only outlet was probably just like when we weren't filming I'd just go out to like the tennis court and do like my own little workout go for like a run or a walk around the resort and that was basically it and then other times when we were filming like I'd go on like the dog and have a drink by myself and yeah I just kind of be left alone there as you could see on one of the episodes where I'm by myself and
2: Matias jet skiing around me
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: the most iconic moment of the entire show. If not, my favorite scene of the entire show was just no, seeing it you. To, it chair. needs to be made a meme. <laughs> it needs we to. Need it was just a- him having the time of his life and someone just turning around like, um. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm still here. I still exist. What's up? <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. But to talk about your journey in general, like, how did you get casted to be on the show? Did you? Volunteer yourself? Did you sign up yourself, or did someone volunteer you as someone to go on?
1: So funny enough, I had actually applied to be on a couple of the bachelor shows already in the past, like in the past few years or whatever. I can't remember the last time I applied, but I think it must have been like probably two years prior to me applying to Batch Paradise Canada. So when I was like, when I read that they were just picking up Canadians off the street, basically, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, here's my chance. Like I might as well, like I'll give it a shot. And part of the uh, casting process is they ask you to just send in like a three-minute video, basically explaining who you are, where you're from, why you would stand out. And part of my um, reasoning to that I would stand out was just being the one of the first indigenous women on the show. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I could use this to my advantage now. And um, yeah, I haven't seen any other indigenous women on on the franchise, so I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll this might help me right now. So. I use that and yeah I think that's probably a big why a big reason why I did get casted on the show because they wanted to diversify it especially like being the Canadian show but um yeah
2: yeah that's true they have been expanding a lot in the people that they cast especially just Canadian TV in general so I'm happy yeah. that they're giving more opportunities to people that come from different backgrounds because you I mean it's no question that in the past like it's been very you know certain sided when it comes to casting but Mm -hmm. now that they're a little bit more open like we get to see that there's so much representation out there that all it takes is just to be on tv and then people get to learn about so many new different backgrounds where people come from so for
1: sure for sure and i got a lot of positive yeah. uh feedback just like being a lot of indigenous non-indigenous being like oh it's so nice to see another indigenous woman especially from manitoba Aww. like there's a lot of manitobas yeah. that were messaging me they're like yeah winnipeg represent <laughs> so i like to see the little bit of winnipeg pride it was really nice
2: that's really sweet you see yeah it goes a long way that's really really nice Yeah, it was awesome and- and did you know you were going to be part of like the initial cast?
1: I had no clue. I had a feeling just because I was there so early when they told me what cat, what, when uh, casting or when the filming would start. So I had a, a bit of a feeling in terms of that, but um, yeah, no, I had no idea when I was walking on, to be honest. I was like, oh my God, am I going to be like one of the like newbie, new arrivals mm-hmm. or am I going to be part of the originals, the originals. but yeah.
2: Well, they always say that. It's always like the OGs, and then like people that trek afterwards, you know.
1: Yeah, the bums there... that show up later. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the bums and the non-OGs. Yeah.
1: I was in. I was in Costa Rica actually when uh, I got the email. So this is the crazy. I wanted to. I wanted to share this. So when I, I was in Costa Rica uh, last year around February, and I was chilling at a hostel with my friends, and in the same day, I shit you not, I got. Stung by a bee and I got shit on by a bird. And those are like two big indicators of like good luck. Later that evening, I checked my email and it was the Bachelor in Paradise uh, casting producer saying, Hey, Celine, we want an interview with you. So I was like, That's crazy. That is crazy. So if you get stung by a bee or get shit on by a bird, something good is coming. (laughs) I haven't been shot on by a bird or stung by a bee (laughs) since. (laughs) oh my god I'm hoping for the day <laughs> I look, please,
2: look she's looking up at the sky like please
1: burn. shit on me. Um, send like... me send me a show <laughs> <laughs> send me a bird with IBS please
2: <laughs> oh my god that's so funny um but honestly if you think about it Kay, the environment that you're in and all that stuff it's completely different from what you're doing back home, right? And was it yeah easy for you to adapt into it?
1: You know what? I was really worried about it going in. I was like, how the hell am I? I'm like, for me, believe it or not, I actually have social anxiety like when it comes to like meeting new people. Like I'm not like fully myself when as soon as I meet new people. Like it takes me a while to warm up. And so all like the laughter and the loudness that you see at the beginning, like that's just really just um me being nervous <laughs> and so it definitely took me a little while and also being filmed trying to have conversations with guys like I wouldn't consider myself to be somebody that's always been good with with guys and like flirting or whatever like that's I feel like I'm just I'm like if they come to me I'm like I'm good but I I can't approach men like I, that's just not what I do I can't do it um but and then being filmed on top of that with cameras in your face it was crazy but you actually get used to it after like a day or two and I mean, a couple glasses of wine definitely helps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, the wine makes everything a little easier. But oh, yeah. I'm happy in that. I'm happy you brought that up because at the beginning, I was like beating myself up because I had the serious first impression of you as being very like shy and reserved. And then uh-huh. I was beating myself up about it because I'm like, what the hell? She's such a fun time. She's always yeah. no laughing. She's in a good mood, smiling like she's the bubbly girl of the beach. Like, mm-hmm. but for some reason, my initial instinct was like she might be like the reserved shy girl and maybe because i maybe like i caught on to your nerves or something yeah but i wanted to ask like how are you usually in real life are you more reserved
1: it so like i said with the social anxiety like that definitely goes hand in hand with with when i was on the show and in my real life um yeah it's i need to like ease into it. i can't just walk into like a big group of people and you know be loud and and being super extroverted with like these random Mm -hmm. people that I'm just meeting right Mm -hmm. and my friends will tell you like Celine is loud she's like the loudest person that we know she's always laughing and she can be kind of obnoxious sometimes and (laughs) you know that's how my friends would describe me for sure um but yeah I felt like I kind of I feel like I, I almost got like the they didn't show like the big loud side of me on the show um but I'm not terribly upset with the edit that they gave me.
2: <laughs> well they
0: gave you a great edit. Yeah. I yeah. think so. We got your your vibe, you know?
1: Yeah. Like I'm a nice person, like don't get me wrong, but like I definitely um yeah, just wanted to walk onto the beach, put my best face on, my best foot forward and go from there.
0: That makes total sense. Especially like you were saying the social anxiety has to kick in when you're in that environment. Like it's mm-hmm. so different. Like you were saying yeah. from meeting someone else like at home right so yeah like how would you say that finding love would be different compared to at home versus like paradise or like if you walk into a bar or like try to meet someone like do you feel like it's harder because you're on tv or you think it'd be easier because you're meeting people that you don't know or don't have like friends of friends because you know they're from across the country and yeah different lifestyles
1: I will say that going on with having the intention of meeting somebody was a lot easier on, on the show because everybody's there for hopefully the same intention and hopefully the right reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so it's kind of easier in that sense to, you know, navigate who you kind of want to get to know and who wants to get to know you and put the effort in because like I said, we're all in a dating show. We're all there to date. Right? Um I mean, at least I was. <laughs> I was there to at least meet somebody. Um, Are you saying a, there's I'm people a... that weren't? <laughs> <gasps> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think there's was definitely like, I me. Mean, like, hey, who doesn't want to be on TV? Like, come on, you know? Yeah. That's okay. kind of a cool opportunity. Like, I, like, I'm glad I did it. I did it with the right reasons. But of course, everybody, like, I think if you're open to it, being on TV or be on reality TV at least once in your life is actually a pretty cool opportunity. And yeah, I think that, yeah. I had a good time definitely different dating like b- prior to that dating outside um paradise before I went on it was just like tinder I don't think I met somebody in real life quotations um besides my current boyfriend now who I met three years ago when I moved to Calgary and him and I met at a bar like r- in real life <laughs> oh my god yeah and, here we, are, and here we are interesting that's
0: crazy oh my god yeah that's the thing is I feel like now a lot of it has changed and it's harder to meet people in real life you know like you're used to swiping and
1: like for sure and I remember when I was and like guys don't go up to girls anymore I remember when I was 18 and I'd be in a bar 18 19 20 and like guys would talk to you you know you'd talk to a guy they'd offer to buy you a drink whatever like that's just like what what happened back in the day I feel I feel like guys don't do that anymore especially like younger generations of guys I feel like they're not doing that at all, I feel like they're scared of women.
0: <laughs> Honestly, probably I. I wouldn't yeah. put it
1: past. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, if I saw me in a bar, I'd probably be scared. I got a wrestling bitch face. <laughs> I'm kind of intimidating. I.
2: <laughs> it's actually true though. I think it's also like we've become so accustomed to like, oh, let me slide in her DM or oh, let me like her Instagram picture or let me like her story. So that gives yeah. her the idea that I'm interested and in. I'm gonna wait for yeah. her to actually like one of mine back and if she doesn't like one of mine back she's not interested like there's so many theories of like who's into who just based on social media that exactly nobody just goes up into a bar and says hey what's up like are you having a good yeah. night Do you want to like, you know what i mean
1: yeah for sure and i you know what and i i'm also very thankful that like not to say like Tinder doesn't work for people. I know people that are engaged and been married just from meeting off yeah. of off of dating websites. But I'm kind of thankful that I have like the little old school story of meeting my boyfriend currently now mm-hmm. and in a bar. And like, here we are, you know, rekindled after three years. And yeah, I kind of like that story. It's like a cute, it's like a cute one to show, tell your kids that like, there's still like old school stories out there. It's not like you're going to be like 60 years old. I met your mother on Tinder or Facebook <laughs> dating or Bumble. Or grinder. You know? know, Who knows? Like, I almost swiped left. Or like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I almost unmatched him. (laughs) Because he was a Pisces.
0: (laughs) But going back, did you did you ever have conversations yourself or hear conversations from other people on the beach about, you know, how the relationship is gonna work after paradise and did location ever come into play in your conversations with like, you know, the other cast conversations and it, I feel like it's a big thing. So I don't know if anyone else kind of took that into consideration, considering that not everybody was Canadian too.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, I think a lot of people took it into consideration. Absolutely. Um, Especially, I mean, Chelsea and Austin, for sure. Like they lived on complete opposite ends of, of America. So yeah. I think it's definitely something that was discussed amongst more of the serious, more serious couples, I guess you could say mm. for me, like if, if Mattia and I did end up falling in love or if that would have went into, into another direction. um, Absolutely. Like I'll, I'll follow my heart and I'll do what it takes to follow love and, you know, make sure that is, you know, constantly growing, whether, it, I mean, I need to move away or he needs to move here type of thing. Like, yeah, I think everybody took into in consideration depending on where they were in their relationships.
2: Yeah, I think that's so important because if you're not willing to relocate, like there has to be a compromise somewhere or a sacrifice mm-hmm. somewhere. Like there's this whole um, quote or this whole saying that always says, love is not enough. So you can mm-hmm. be like so in love with the person and like just yeah. genuinely have love for each other. But for it to work as a relationship, there needs to be some sort of, sacrificing or compromising and I feel like always the times a lot of the times on these type of shows it's like that kind of gets swept under the rug because you're Mm -hmm. so infatuated with the person that you kind of forget oh crap we live in different states or we live in different countries we live in different provinces so what the hell do we do now you know so that's why we wanted to ask like did you ever have those conversations or at least now we know that you were saying that you did and other cast members did too so I think it's important to be like realistic when it comes to that stuff too especially if you're going on for quote-unquote the right reasons and you really want to have a solid relationship after this yeah that's like number one thing I would start asking people if I was on a show like this
1: yeah I don't think people started having those conversations so like maybe like halfway through because like in the first half we're still all, all navigating like who we actually like yeah Um, who we want to date and like because everybody like if like obviously you saw everybody was kissing Mm -hmm. everybody at the first Mm -hmm. first half of the of the season right so I was Mm -hmm. like I don't know what direction anybody was going in (laughs) like I knew what direction I was going in at each point because I'm always just like I have my eye on one person that's it yeah but for me yeah, I I think it was aired that I had a conversation with mattia Like, it was this something that you could see outside of this before we went into the boom boom room. Because I was like, well, I don't want to just like go in here into this room with this guy just for like shits and gigs, right? Like, I want to actually yeah. make sure he's serious about me or can see a potential with us outside of um paradise.
2: Yeah, and that's something that we actually spoke about on the episode that that happened on our podcast. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how it's very like a admirable that you had that conversation with him Mm -hmm. just because something that we don't see that often again i find on these type of shows like everyone's just kind of go big or go home whereas i think it was refreshing like to see someone take a step back like you did and you were like wait bro like i'm not just gonna walk into this room if you don't see something outside of this with me like everyone everyone is entitled to do whatever they want but again your take was a bit like refreshing to see on a reality TV show, especially considering the, the times that we're in now. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Mattia, <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> biggest, you know, love interest throughout TV yeah. middle towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And your main focus was Mattia. We were avid, yeah. avid, So and I Mattia know started. it was
1: it was the biggest plot twist for sure. Like it, I it really I, I didn't even see it coming. I did not because even from the beginning, I remember when I first walked on and Mattia was sitting at the bar. Um, but he had, when actually, sorry, when I first walked in, he wasn't around. And then about like five minutes later, I had a conversation with Garrett, came back and Mattia was sitting at the bar. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, this guy is my type, but I know that type. And I'm going to try and stay <laughs> away from this guy because I'm like, this is just like a fuck boy. This means yeah. trouble. I don't want to get involved with this. So, I focused my energy on Cole at that point and then obviously Joey walked in later on but yeah I was like you know what I'm gonna keep my distance I'll give him a chance like I'll I'll talk to Mattia and see what this guy's like about what, he, what he's interested in and then I kind of just was set in my ways of like I'm gonna stay away from him but I can still be his friend so we actually grew a really good friendship like we were good buds like when he said like oh Slim's one of the guys I genuinely was like was one of the guys with Mattia, you know like him and I would just like hang out on the dog we would just like laugh drink beers talk shit like it was great it was so much fun like and I didn't even see him like that he didn't see me like that but one point that wasn't aired um was kind of the not the how would you say it? not the breaking point but kind of the moment that kind of solidified and made us both realize like oh we actually kind of like each other um we actually went to go hang out on the daybed. We were like cuddling and we were having like really good conversations. We were, I was asking about his family. He was telling me a lot about his family. I was sharing the same thing about my family and like where I come from and my background and stuff. So it's kind of a shame that like these like monumental moments, I feel weren't aired because I feel like it would given a lot of the viewers more insight to like how this relationship grew from a friendship into like a love interest. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely... um grew a lot really in like over overnight actually it was crazy because <laughs> so I was like no way yeah. I'm like I can't kiss Matilla like what the hell it's like my buddy
2: <laughs> little do you know you had like one of the most epic stories of season two <laughs>
1: <laughs> right Nobody was Literally. not coming everybody was like I remember when Mati and I first kissed on the beach and I heard everybody from like the corner was like oh they were all freaking out it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> nobody yeah,
2: expected it was, nobody yeah nobody that was crazier even like at the rose ceremony when you kissed him and everyone was like, oh, like, what's like, oh. like everyone I was know back.
1: I love that that was like my favorite episode because just like the shock I love surprises mm-hmm. so like when everybody else is surprised it kills me I, I thought it was hilarious so good it really
2: yeah it really was
1: because <laughs> because oh, only but... like really a few people knew that we had kissed that night because we at, at first everybody always thought that we were he was just going to give me a friendship rose and that it wasn't going to be any more than that and then mm-hmm. I was just going to wait and see if like a new guy walked in the next week right but so only mm-hmm. a few people knew so when he kissed me at the rose ceremony the shock was hilarious it was so genuine because not that like I said not a lot of people knew <laughs> That like like only Chelsea and, and Megan and Anna knew, actually, and Austin,
0: of course. I feel like he screamed the loudest, though. Like I literally just heard him yelling,
2: <laughs> "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: <laughs> Swear to God! Swear to God!
2: <laughs> oh, it was such God. a fun time. It was, it was fun, yeah. and it was hilarious. But also, like they clearly all supported you guys as a couple, so it was like just it was really funny. They did,
1: they did for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, until yeah, and until the end of the season, you guys were, were pretty solid, and I I find that you were a great match for him because I feel like mm-hmm. the both together like you both kind of balanced each other out, and I feel like I honestly feel like you both grew from being in that relationship together, and right. I mean obviously now we know that you know you're on your own journey with your boyfriend now from home, mm-hmm. so obviously things in a way with Mattia and uh, well your ex is literally on love island right now so let's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is so how do you feel about that did you know beforehand like that he was going or now that you found out like literally what was your reaction
1: yeah so Matia and i kind of like kept the- not in contact but you know we'd like chat back and forth like oh how is life oh how are things and then and then he, we were chatting and he was like, oh yeah, like I got asked to be on Love Island. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, no way. Are you, sh- are you serious? I'm like, how are you going to react? Because I know he had a hard time with the cameras, right? When we were on Paradise and he, like, that was like a yeah. bit of a challenge for him, right? And opening up and being vulnerable. And I haven't seen much of Love Island. Like, I don't know how much, I don't know if it's like too hard to handle where the people are kind of like, kind of like, like, I don't know, like low-key douchey, I guess, <laughs> but
2: i was Sometimes like how, do, how do you himself. how do you think
1: you're gonna react going into it and he was like you know what i feel like i'm gonna be a lot more comfortable going in um you know just i feel like bachelor in paradise was a bit of a, like a um a tester for me and i feel mm-hmm. like i'll be able to be more of myself especially since the cameras are mostly hidden on, on love island but yeah good for you man i'm actually just watched uh an episode and i was like okay i was like he seems more comfortable he seems more at ease and the girl he's talking to actually it seems really sweet really cool so i was like okay you picked a good one but again it's like still early in the love island uh experience
2: but we'll yeah because i had never really i never really watched the show either but obviously okay. i've been too in since Mattia joined just because i'm curious to see like who he ends up with or how he is because yeah. you know like, he was so reserved on bip so i'm like how is he For gonna sure. be on love island And literally, the first thing I thought of was that the girl kind of looks like you. Like, I'm not (laughs) not even. Does she not though? She, I'm sorry. You know what? Brown eyes, same hair, like same eyebrow, like you guys. Like he has a type, and it's so clear.
1: Oh, oh, he loves brunettes. Like he, he, that's his type is brunettes for sure. Brunettes usually like Latina looking um Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's his type for sure so I kind of almost knew that like that would be the girl that he would go for on Love Island
2: yeah as soon as I saw her I'm like she looks like Selene that's so funny
1: that's too funny yeah but um it was so funny because everybody was just kind of making this image out of Mattia of like oh he's gonna be like the fuck boy he's gonna be like super closed off and cold to everybody and then like that is the image that he put off but that's not like for me I got to know him on like a, a deeper level I feel then more than anybody else on the on Paradise and I got to see like who he actually was as a person and I really liked the type of person he was not just like on a romantic level but just on a platonic level I'm like he's actually a really cool guy and you know what what's on the outside isn't always what's on the inside you know like yeah he looks like a fuck boy he's got all these tattoos he's got his muscles he's got his big Instagram following whatever and I've even like created like that stereotype of that type of person in my mind too but it's just kind of one of those moments of giving someone the benefit of the, doubt, benefit of the doubt and not judging a book by its cover basically because there's actually a lot more to him than what a lot of people thought of or um, what a lot of people saw on the show. I was glad towards the end that you know he opened up and he was a lot he was a lot more vulnerable so I was like okay like everybody's seeing like this goofy side everybody's seeing like the heart that he has and he has a big heart I will say that about him I actually I don't really have like many bad things to say about Mattia, like I think, like, his and I relationship was really genuine on the show, went from friendship to, like, romance, and, yeah, I just, like, that note, when I wrote the note, I was like, you know what, I, like, I meant every word from it, and, yeah, I was really thankful about my experience in Paradise, especially, like, you know, having it with him, and from, like, day one to the end, right, it was, like, such, a, it was a crazy ride that nobody expected, not even myself
2: you literally pulled a Jersey Shore moment you, like you, who wrote the literally,
1: note literally no, wrote the who wrote the no. note used to it was just me but <laughs> I'm actually watching Jersey Shore I'm binge watching right now on Crave and even my girlfriend she's like so my, my Italian girlfriend she's like uh she's like this is you writing the note and it was literally Snooki and Wout in like that little office on the computer <laughs> dear Ron <laughs> or I mean, dear Sam. <laughs>
2: That's. entering her Juicy short era but-
0: <laughs> Not you being the most iconic cast member on this show.
1: It. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that oh, when God. I was like fourteen when it first came out, and I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Two. But watching it as an adult now, it's like, oh my God, these like most of these people are so problematic. Like Ron <laughs> sucks. Mike is a psychopath snook is so fun i'm like i would have i wanted to be like snooki when i grew up i was like i want to be like i want to party i want to have fun and like still i'm watching her on this tv show and i'm like oh my god like even though this was like 15 years ago i'm like i still love her like she's still such an icon oh yeah but That's that the note the note i'm like you're literally living up
0: your snooki dream
1: yeah literally who wrote the <laughs> note
2: <laughs> used to fill <Excellent>. <laughs> Oh, oh my funny. god well <laughs> look, look all jokes aside like like i said before i really do think mm-hmm. you and matia were meant to at least meet because i honestly feel like you guys grew together and like yes mm-hmm. we saw or joey and cole at the beginning but with matia it was just different it was something that lasted yeah. and did you see, like, a potential in you two getting engaged at one point?
1: Um, I wouldn't say that I I saw the potential in us getting engaged. Because even though, like, um you know, we had a pretty good friendship and relationship. And, you know, we had grown so much in paradise. I still felt like, you know, Mattia was still... Even though he's 28 at the time. Like, I felt like he was still pretty immature for a 28-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I mean, not, not many men are super mature at 28 anyways but of course not <laughs> like I I already knew that that wasn't something that I probably would have ended paradise with especially with him and I knew that mm-hmm. that, that wasn't that wasn't something that he had on his mind either so it wasn't okay. even like a thought it was more so like, okay. like I, I'd be open to seeing what happens outside of here like let's go from there type of thing
2: yeah and what did happen outside because we left off from this huge boom boom room situation and then this facetime call situation and we don't know what happened so can you explain those two situations
1: absolutely absolutely get right into it so basically um we went into the boom boom room and um we were we had we had a fun time like he was like he was just so much more comfortable outside of like the cameras and everything and he's just so like loves to like make jokes he's super funny we're having a good time he's yeah like we it was honestly like a really good time I'm glad I did it but um we had actually made like a pact that night in the boomer room that we were gonna leave the next day because we were like okay well we're both like kind of tired of this like I feel like there's not much gonna come from this for the both of us besides just like each other so how about we just like make a pact like tomorrow, like we'll just walk out and we'll say our goodbyes to everybody. So that was what we were planning on, like doing it together, like leaving together. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, he's like, okay, well we need like a, like a, like a secret word or like a, a code or something. And I was like, it was like something stupid, like Bolognese or like, pastor or whatever <laughs> it was
2: just like like oh like should we go Matias get some italian bologues? is showing yeah he's like should
1: we go get some ball and and i'm like yeah sure so that would have been us like okay let's go say goodbye to everybody and leave so we had made this pact and then the next morning when i came back into my room and chelsea and anna were there i was like you know what like i think he and i are gonna leave today so i started packing my bags my bags were fully packed um because i was like kind of determined in my ways to leave um with him but it was like a complete one eighty when he got pulled on the date, came back and was like, "You know what? Like I actually think I'm going to stay. Like I thought he was pulling me aside to be like, "You know what? Like I didn't have a fun date. I kind of want to stick to what we had agreed on last night, like let's just leave together." And I was and I was totally blindsided. I was really disappointed because I feel like I had just been through so much in paradise, and also it was just kind of giving me like p t s d of like being like a second option in my past in real life. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, like, I don't know how much I can do this. Like, and also just seeing like the struggle that other people were dealing with, like being like a second option or being in like a love triangle. Like I just like, I can't handle being put into that situation. I can't, I can't do it. Especially because Matia was somebody that I was spending all of my days with on the show, basically. Right. So I'm like, oh, to have like it split with somebody else. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is just super exhausting. Like, I thought we had something good or I thought we were going to trust each other on leaving today and, you know, do that. But yeah, he had other agendas. So I left and it was heartbreaking. It was freaking heartbreaking. I was in my hotel room after all. I was just like bawling my eyes out, cried on the way home. It was, it was was It was pretty heavy. Like, I did not expect to feel that strongly about Mattia and be like so heartbroken about this but um yeah yeah, so then he FaceTimed me when I was in Edmonton trying to get back home to Calgary and I was like so shocked I was shocked and to see this man cry I was like nobody saw that coming I was like this this guy has a heart he's got some feelings like holy shit Mm -hmm. and for me like I'm like I'm a big crier and when I cry like that's me really showing my emotions so I I'm really sensitive to other people's emotions like that And for me, when somebody cries and and gets emotional, I'm like, that's how they really, I I can see that they really care when they do that. And for me, like that was heavy, especially for the guy that was so closed off and so cold, like at the beginning, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't even a hesitation of coming back. And then when I did come back, um, I had heard some things about Chrissy and I knew she was there and, you know, like watching back and seeing that he was like, oh, you know, it's not all about looks. I haven't been attracted to somebody here except Chrissy I was I was shocked like seeing that because mm-hmm. I had heard it but I was like and I confronted him but that didn't get uh that didn't get aired oh, um and I confront okay. yeah I confronted him I was like hey did you say these things he's like no no I didn't and I'm like okay whatever I was like you know what I'll
2: let uh, this one go like yeah, I came back all this way it.
1: I'll let it slide
2: yeah we could tell that it kind of took like a well we could tell that it kind of took like a downhill moment when he went on that date with Chrissy because he just mm-hmm. acted like nothing had just happened with you and on the podcast we were saying like did they not just go to the boom 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 together like regardless of whatever they did that's a lot of hours off camera to like grow and you know and get to know the person and have like real conversations that maybe you're a little yeah. too like shy to have in front of cameras so we were super shocked that he was acting like what he had with you wasn't anything was- serious yeah for him to, like, pull you on the day bed and be like, yeah, I'm going to stay. And you were like, well, peace out. I was like, well, good for her because she's not going to just, like, wait for this guy. And she doesn't want to feel like a second option anymore. So I was, like, literally, yeah. like, like, clap to her because, like, you know, it's it looks easy to do, but it's not. Like, when you really have emotions and feelings for the person, it's like you're yeah. doing the whole thing because, you know, it's the best thing to do. But, like, it's not easy. Yeah. so i was like it's really commendable of her to do that
1: mm-hmm. and like think about it like outside in like real life where yeah okay you're kind of you have this thing with this guy or whatever you kind of, guys are kind of dating but you haven't solidified or made anything exclusive Who like he's probably still talking to other girls but to sit there in paradise and actually watch it happen like that's like the worst thing that's it's the worst thing yeah yeah because i i know me like i as much as I like don't want to admit it to myself I am a jealous person and I'm like I can be very possessive over people like if I like somebody I'm like I put my eggs in one basket and like I'm just going to focus on that person and when I especially when I care about somebody I'm going to be like I'm like I want this person all to myself so that was like definitely a challenge going on the show
0: but I think that's normal too right like to be possessive in a certain way like I think Mm -hmm. everybody is at a certain level right like yeah it obviously shows that you care and it's not like someone's gonna just run off you're like cool bye like have a great time like you obviously care about the person and you want them to care about you the same way that you do for them so for sure it totally makes sense um yeah like you know Speaking about that whole situation, do you think that if you hadn't gone back to the beach on the finale episode that you and Matias' relationship would have been different?
1: I think it would have been because he was he was ready to leave on his own. Everybody saw that. He cut it off and he was like, you know what, I care about Celine and I need to go and try and pursue something outside of here because I don't want to be here anymore. I think I think either way, whether I came back or didn't come back and he left on his own, I feel like the outcome still would have been the same Looking back now, I feel like we still would have kept in contact and rekindled after the show because that's what we did. So when when I did come back, and uh we had like a day and a half together, I think, and then yeah, it was really tough leaving him again. I was like, oh, my, I was crying like behind the camera. I was like, I
2: don't want to go, I miss you so much, <laughs> that
1: type thing. But we did keep in contact. We were Facetiming like every day, but this this lasted like a week it lasted like a week and you know what it was just like little it was it was little things like I I told him I was like you know what like I can't do this anymore like I I I need certain things in a relationship or I need certain things like to be able to build a relationship that you're not giving me just little things like calling me back when you say you're gonna call me back you know um touching base on what days work best for you because we were trying to plan for me to come to Toronto and he was just wasn't getting back to me on like what days would work so it's like those little things that could be yeah they seem small but they're really important especially to me that he wasn't doing so I was like you know what if you can't give me this now and like I understand like he has his brand and he's like you know he has his he has his own stuff going on and everything whatever but I'm like okay like if you're not making me feel like this bit of a priority right now I'm like I don't even want to know what that will be like in the future so I was like you know what it's just not for me for, not for me so I said the message I was like you know what I don't think this is something that's going to work out for the both of us um you know i really appreciate my time in paradise etc cetera, etc cetera. and then yeah that's where that left off and we didn't talk for about like a probably a month and then after that we were just kind of like i accidentally facetimed him like it was like a pocket facetime he's like i was like oh my god i'm so sorry he's like hey it's okay tony because we were calling like each other tony and frankie on the show but they wouldn't hear that <laughs> he's like hey it's okay tony hope you're well and i'm like okay sweet <laughs> yeah oh my god I love (laughs) maybe it like happened
2: (laughs) as a happy yeah like it happened as a happy accident to be like okay there's no like you know there's no bad vibes here anymore like there's no there's
1: there's no bad blood and you know what even he he messaged me after like that Chrissy episode aired and he's like yeah you know what he's like I'm sorry if I made you feel any type of way after watching that and I'm like I'm like yeah no don't worry like it's okay like I really appreciate it um yeah just like for him to apologize just for like yeah even though it happened a year ago it still brings up feelings and things you know emotions especially hearing things that you didn't hear back then it's yeah. it's so for sure yeah, and he sent you
0: a personal text message too and it was like this is for you like I'm sorry you know and that's yeah commendable for sure
1: and then he even commented on the the reel that I posted of me and my boyfriend he's like I'm so happy for you like congratulations type of thing and I was like okay sweet
0: he's a sweet guy though he definitely sounds like a very sweet guy and i'm glad that it you know it ended amicably and it wasn't like any sort of thing that happened because there were so many people that were like we need to know what happened why aren't they together so
1: like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was kind of funny like seeing like the comments of people that were like oh like i need to know the updates and it's like these people actually follow me on instagram so i'm like how did you miss this (laughs) (laughs) like the biggest update yeah, and I even made like a, a like a small post. I think like post, like I think after that episode or after the finale or whatever. I'm like, Matty and I aren't together, but we're still friends and some something like that. Just because people kept asking, people also kept DMing him and being like, "Are you like dating? What are you guys doing? What's happening?" <laughs> I'm I like, sorry, like, peeps.
0: If it's not on the show, people are not watching or listening. It's like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean do you have any regrets or do you wish that some things that you can go back in time, like to change how it all played out
1: about anything or just like the Mattia situation,
0: anything really like Mattia or just anything in general.
1: You know what? Like kind of looking back and I, I'm one of those people I realize as I've gotten older that I try to see the good in people, even though they probably aren't worth seeing the good in them that's what i've watched on this show i'm like i'm giving these people the benefit of the doubt that don't deserve like my kindness and don't deserve like that energy for me i've always thought that i've put that into like my my everyday life but thinking about it now i've done a lot of reflection that i'm like okay i'm giving people the wrong people the right energy if that makes sense
0: yeah plus watching it play out on reality tv too is sometimes hard because you see them in their itms yeah. and then you're realizing watching back like oh shit maybe I was too nice to this person or whatever. Like I gave them too much of my energy. So it's hard for when sure. you're watching it from that angle too. Like, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that and that was the thing though, because I feel like I was the same, like whether it was in my ITMs on camera, off camera, like I I felt like I knew who my friends were and I felt like I knew who I could trust. But then you like see in like ITMs that people are kind of acting completely different than what they are. And like you're in your hotel room or whatever, like it was just kind of it was it was kind of baffling almost, <laughs> a little sus, <laughs> a little sus, a little sus, Michelle.
2: Mm-hmm. We got some tea <laughs> here it seems. Mm-hmm. I wish you guys could see Celine right now just sipping on her wine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's that Diabolica rosé or the wine Diabolica brand from Batch Paradise that they would put on our date. We gotta try it. We plug. gotta try. it. <laughs> I'm not sponsored, but just you know, there. I felt it we a love a good rosé and anyway. wine.
2: <laughs> yeah. If anyone
1: needs That's to try good.
0: out a new wine, Diabolica, definitely. I honestly to you can try it. I'm gonna buy
1: it's it. So good. It it's yeah, so
2: good. we're gonna try it for sure.
1: There was a reason for... they were zooming up on them on our <laughs> on, I the <laughs> try wine the wine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone listening right now, we're about to play a little game with Celine. So if you want to go get some rose yourself, go get it. So do yes, Lynn, we're gonna play. Yeah, we're gonna play a little game. Uh we've played games a lot on our podcasts with other con- like other guests uh but the game you're gonna play is just a game of a red flag green flag or complete deal breaker so we're gonna give you some scenarios and then you gotta decide which one's oh the God. green flag which one's a red flag.
1: are they scenarios from the show of like what they might maybe
2: i okay you ready the okay. first one is the first one is extremely in tune with his emotions
1: green flag
0: okay the second is he's still friends with his ex red flag <laughs> i'm surprised it's not a deal breaker
1: i don't know because <laughs> oh, she's like i hmm. I, I, have, I feel like i have to elaborate because i feel like it depends on a lot of things i'm like how long were they dating like i don't know because my you know what my ex was friends with his ex but i was actually fine with it because
2: from what mm. he told but me you're, it, it wasn't like this is say red flag though like, that was your gut instinct, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: like, what's your <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the red I
1: mean, I... you're
0: like, I was cool at I... it, but it's a red flag.
2: <laughs> She's overanalyzing.
1: It depends. It depends. Each situation is different. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that. So. <laughs> 99% of the time, it's a red flag. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. That I... Safe. Yeah. So, like I said, this one might be point blank. Um. They clap every time the plane lands. Oh hell no! you're freaking you're done. You're done, bro.
1: Get out of here.
2: <laughs> no oh way God. I, I hate forgot Celine so is actually a flight attendant, so we knew that this would hit.
1: What? I had to
0: slip that one in there.
1: I'm you're like, never I need supposed it. to do. Listen, unless it's like unless it was like a crazy like turbulent flight, we had to like do like a uh, go around. There was like a missed approach or something. Or whatever, or the weather was crazy. Like, yeah, I think a good clap would be like fine. But if you're just clapping because it was just like you're on the ground now, like you're an asshole. Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Take your carry on and get out. <laughs> yeah, and stop. Yo, uh, this is a PSA. Stop just asking for water when we're on the ground. Like, we're gonna be in the air in like 15 minutes. We'll do a service. Like, get you'll get your water then. Just please stop asking us for water, and also. Like the bathrooms at the front on my planes.
2: <laughs> you heard it here first, folks.
0: You heard it here first. I'm glad we could have we cleared this up for anyone who's going to be flying. Please, <laughs> ask for water, and the bathroom is in the front.
2: You got that on the,
1: on the Q on the Q400. The, the bathrooms at the front. <laughs> Yo, I can go on for days about these deal breakers with passengers on my flights, but we won't. We won't get on that. Oh my god, that is another episode. Forget it. <laughs> yeah or if you come on and you're like it fit last time well you know what honey this is this time we're in a prop plane <laughs> like you were on like a freaking triple seven before it's not gonna fit it's not the same but anyways <laughs> that's my wrap <run>. <laughs> <laughs> okay the
0: next one is they insist that you split the bill for your first three dates
1: deal breaker <laughs> you're done she you're done. there. You're done. you, you want to split the bill like, but here's the thing though like first three days like if he sets that as a rule I'm like I there's not gonna be a second date I actually might walk out on this first one, okay first of all I'm like oh I have to pee I hate leave <laughs> there's gonna be a second date if I actually like like this person And on the second date I will offer to pay absolutely that's just like I feel like that's just like an unwritten rule or at least it's my unwritten rule mm. I feel. Yeah. I feel but, like taking turns yeah. is like, it makes sense, you know? Yeah, like, like yeah. just go back and forth type of thing. And if you really like yeah. her, you'll never let her pay for a bill.
2: <laughs> it's kind of true. That's kinda correct. True. Yeah.
0: That is correct.
2: Yeah. What if he tries to kiss you on the first date? Ooh, It depends. It depends on the date went. Well, what if the date went then. horribly?
1: Oh, I, I won't even let him. I won't even let him hug me. <laughs> I'll shake his hand. <laughs> Thank, for you meals, so <laughs> See Thank you sir. so much. Thank you so much. Adios. But what if,
2: what if the date? What if the date went well?
1: I mean, if the date went well, come on, I don't <laughs> need even even to tell you.
2: <laughs> okay, so we're gonna take that as green you're flag. The, um, your a green mine, flag,
0: honey. And the last one that we have here is. They're a slow burn. They believe in being friends first before dating.
1: Okay, now you now now you got me on the spot because I'm like, that literally happened to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Again, I feel like it's like a case by case basis, but I th- you know what? I think it's a green flag. I think it's a green flag. I, agree. I, think a lot, I, agree. I think, Yeah, I think being friends first is actually a really good idea.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people say that. Like you need to have a yeah. solid
1: foundation of a friendship For sure, and even if like yeah, your friends first, it doesn't mean that you still don't have the hots for this person. Doesn't you know? Mm -hmm. Like you, yeah, your friends first, but yeah, you're like low key. You're like "Mm, yeah, I, I, I (laughs) smash.
0: I know that you mentioned that you're with your current boyfriend now, but just for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about how you met your current boyfriend?
1: I love telling people the story because I'm just like I feel like I have like the best story of like you you honestly. How how I met my person, you know. It's (laughs) It's, <laughs> it's very
2: um, move, movie-esque, novel-esque, like what we've been seeing you and Mattia are, but now we actually mean it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll try and keep it like really short and sweet. But basically, I moved to Calgary um after COVID. And I was just, I was living in Vancouver before that. And I was tired of it. I didn't want to live there anymore. I was like, you know, I need something new. And I always loved Calgary. I loved the city. I loved the people. Loved the vibe. Stampede. Great. It was just like more me, Right. I moved here and I didn't know anybody I jumped on tinder and I went on a tinder date with some guy I think it was like probably my second tinder date since moving here I was like three weeks in Calgary and he takes me to this this uh restaurant rooftop bar type of thing and I walk in and this blonde girl she's the hostess she's like she's, uh, she's like hey by the way like this guy that you're here with like you know maybe just be careful because I've seen him here with like a couple other girls before. I was like, "Oh my god, are you serious?" Like, thanks for letting me know. And turns out she's an Air Canada flight attendant laid off as well. I was also laid off from uh, Air Canada at the time too. So we exchanged numbers and we're like, "You know what? You want to hang out with someone?" Like, I don't have many friends here. And she's like, "Yeah, same." So we ended up going out one night after this date with this guy, and um, her and I go out to a bar, and this group of guys walks into this bar. And I see one and he catches my eye immediately. And she's like, oh, that's my bar manager, Spencer. I was like, are you serious? So he ended up, he was actually working at the bar that I went on this Tinder date with. And, but I didn't see him that night. So he walks in and immediately we were like, like glued together. Like we, we, we. Caught eyes and it was just like oh my god I was like I was like hi I was like oh like I don't even remember what I said I was just like lost you know when you get like lost in somebody's eyes and those are so handsome yeah <laughs> that's what it felt like, it felt like. I, yeah I, <laughs> I was just like lost in his eyes and then basically I had like a big crush on him since then but he um was kind of like on and off with his girlfriend at the time so. I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't pursue this. I, I was like, I gotta stay away. I'm just gonna get hurt. I really liked this guy. Like, I really liked him. So I ended up blocking him and like removing him off like Instagram. I was like, I can't talk to you anymore. And then um, late last year, like around October, um, I saw him watch my TikTok. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I followed him back on Instagram three years later. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then he DM'd me. I was like, oh, look what the cat dragged in basically it's history ever since oh
0: my <laughs> god yeah very yeah.
1: cute like
0: this is yeah. a novel this is literally a it novel
1: was... <laughs> I was I like I, I'm just so obsessed with the way it all turned out because I liked him so much when I met him like I was like obsessed with this guy there's like a cute little video of us he tried to teach me how to like two-step dance in his bar like after clothes like when I first met him and yeah it's it's honestly like kind of a dream come true because I'm like I, I love him so Aww. much like I already, I already I already I I love him and we already know that we're gonna get married like it's not even a secret. I'm like yeah I'm engaged but like I know it's probably gonna come soon. <laughs> oh, I'm love cry. that he's yeah. <laughs> getting start crying. Uh, like oh, he's, my. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. I love him. I love his family. His family loves me. They're the amazing. Like they're so kind, so sweet. My I... dad loved him it's all like just like kind of it's almost it's just so perfect <laughs> like
2: we've been
0: rooting for you this whole time like we even said it like even if it's not with Mattia like we're so happy because you're so deserving of love and just finding a yeah. good person because yeah. you are such a good <laughs> <Yeah>. person like,
1: <laughs> like no I'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah well, I always hoped I would be
0: yeah like I, I don't know are, like especially us watching it we just like saw you for like I don't know obviously we don't know you for like 10 years but just to say like we're like we just felt that way yeah like we felt your vibe right away and like she's such a good person and we just know and like she's gonna get like what she deserves and I feel like
1: you have that now so we're just like so happy for you I'm like so I'm super happy he's a really good guy and I'm just like I'm so happy with how everything has turned out and transpired. Like I'm so grateful for the experience that I had and where it led me. Like I'm, I'm super, super, I'm, I'm super, super, I'm so superstitious when it comes to things like the stars aligning and like things happening for a reason. So I'm like, Oh, maybe I was supposed to go on the show and have one last like crazy experience, like in my twenties while I'm like young and single before i like rekindle this love with this person that i've thought about for the last three years since i moved to calgary and met him you know and,
2: oh my god yeah. that's so cute
1: yeah i just
2: think everything happens everything for a yeah i was just about to say everything yeah. happens <laughs> for a reason and mm-hmm. i we talked about it before in the podcast we really feel like you and matia were meant to meet and either like teach for each sure. other something or grow together like i really feel like the universe makes everything happen for a reason even like if we don't see it for the like even if we don't see it clearly for the first time like why am i being put in this it all makes sense after time is a virtue patience is a virtue so
1: 100 100 yeah i hope he looks back on the experience too and is like you know what i'm grateful for that as well
2: i'm sure he does like i really really think you you helped him get out of his shell a little bit like i think you made him realize that like being with a partner doesn't mean i have to be with the girl that looks the most like kim k you know what i mean like or yeah i don't have to go for the girl that like physically attracts me i think you
1: (laughs) got the big big boobs the big 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 ass you know what i mean like he was very (laughs) he he
2: was open he was open about it he always used to say like well i don't like her looks or i like her looks like that was a leading factor for him and i i think you made him realize like yeah maybe it's not all about that maybe it's about the conversations I can have with this person at 3am yeah. or like the laughs I can have with this person you know so
1: I 100%. definitely think you,
2: you you both did a number for each other which is so cute because now like he's in a different phase of his life you're in a different phase of your yeah. life and you're both happy in the phases so that's what counts and yeah oh for that. sure he's
1: doing like his whole IG thing and another reality tv show oh, yeah, he's, yeah. Kill- he's killing it he's having a good time he's gonna
2: be on what's the next one he's gonna be on too hot to handle Maybe like X on the beat? you knows. never know. Not,
1: not 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> <No>, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh my God. I
0: feel like I feel like I would ask him if he was well. Like if I was on that show, I'd
1: be like, Did something like are, you okay? are you okay? Are you are you all right? <laughs> Mattia, what happened?
0: <laughs> yeah. After your
1: experience on love.
0: <laughs> That's too good. So what's next for you right now?
1: like I said I feel like I'm just like in this honeymoon stage with Spencer right now and I'm just trying to spend as much time with him as I can and like have create new experiences and new memories like we just went on our our first road trip and that was the most fun we Mm. like it it, like just kind of you know learning that you can do these different things with this person and it how it works and how you guys both work together well and we balance each other out a lot like he's definitely I'm I'm pretty chaotic um I know some people might not have seen that on the show but I can be very chaotic (laughs) it's like really emotional and you know all these different things and he's definitely the calm to my chaos is what I like to call him and yeah so we're just kind of in that honeymoon stage of having all these new experiences and he's just met my family so um yeah just kind of going with the flow right now and seeing how that goes and just excited for the future but also trying to live in the present as well
0: I love that. That's so sweet. We're so happy that yeah. you're happy and
1: yeah, we wish you
0: like nothing but the
1: best continued
0: happiness with Spencer and just we can't wait to see the updates on Instagram. Eek! I can't wait to update. <laughs> <laughs> it's like life yeah. is starting now. I feel that's
1: so exciting. Really it's so
0: fun. So where can our listeners find you if they do not follow you already?
1: I mean, if you come on Air Canada Express, like you might hear me laughing in the back alley. <laughs> But just Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm pretty active on Facebook just for the fan back home. And also, shout out to my girl, Meg. She was there for me from day one, and she's my bestie, and I still love her, and we're still super close outside of Paradise, and I can't wait to see her in September. She's definitely, like, the one that I say like, the closest, closest with. Like, I definitely kept in touch with a lot of other girls, but Meg's my girl for life, 100%. Shout out, Meg. Love you. Shout out, Meg. The Megan
2: Morris.
0: (laughs) thank you so much again for coming on the pod we had so much fun talking to you and we're just so happy that you're happy you're thriving right now in your, this chapter of your life and we, we wish you nothing but the best oh thank you guys thank you, you so much awesome. everyone for listening and we will talk to you next week
2: bye and don't forget guys you can catch up on the full season of Batch in paradise canada at citytv.com and on city tv plus <laughs>